Welcome to episode 15 of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your source for all things indie film. I am one of your hosts, Sashia Dumont. I am the other host, Mr. Paul Robinson. And boy, am I tired today. <laughs> Woo! Had a busy day. You did. You're doing yeah. a lot of manly things. Yeah, I am. And, I'm, and I don't like it. You're picking, picking stuff up, putting stuff I'm down. Putting stuff down, yep. A lot of that. I, I used a, uh, you know, drill. Jeez. Crazy, uh, circular saw, sawzall, it's palm very, sander. It's very testosterone. Yeah. Getting crazy. So, how are you? How, are you tired as well? I'm not as tired. But, no. Um, I I made a Stranger Things alphabet wall mural for Halloween. I saw it to put in front of the house. Yeah. So I had to spray paint that first to make fake wallpaper. Mm-hmm. So the fumes were. Awesome. Fumes. They're great for my brain. Yeah. So yeah, that was but it came out it came out good. Yep. Um, I think so. It's a little little cock to the right. Yeah. But whatever. Well, hey. <laughs> that's how it is now. She I'm telling myself that, you know, Mrs. Byers had to slap all that paint on the wall in a frenzy. So whatever. Yeah. Well that's the thing. She was in a, a crazy state of mind yeah. at the time, so she wasn't worried about symmetry. Symmetry. Yeah. Good one. Word of the day. That's symmetry. The, the big word of the day. Symmetry. Symmetry. Well, it's still early, so we'll see what we get. We'll see what happens. So, um, we started yes. watching Maniac. We did Maniac on on the net on the next flicks. The next flicks. Um, starring Jonah Hill and Emma Stone. Stone. Um, I think. What are we on? Episode three. Yes. We just finished episode three. Yeah, I want to say so. Maybe I'm not sure. But you talk about such a high voice. Um, yeah. So we just we I I prefer to say what that, do you, what? that we just got to the point where it's starting to get interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not that it wasn't interesting. Yeah. But it was getting a little like I'm not going to say I don't like when shows do this, but it it just um, it's the kind of show that just kind of starts. Yeah. And they're, you know, the explanations come you, later. Yeah, they unfold So, like, throughout. the, the yep. first two episodes, you're like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. What is happening? <laughs> and it's this weird, um, it, I want to say that it's set in the 80s, yeah, but it's the, the not. The technology is, or, is weird. Yeah, the you'll techni- have, yeah, so You'll weird. have tube TVs as monitors, but then you'll also have artificial intelligence. So, it's Yeah, they have little bots cleaning the street, yep. but... God, those would be great. But everything is an 8-bit. Yeah. And that's that's the technology. Yeah. And the clothing is quite dated. Mm-hmm. But all the cars... Are new. Are new, which yeah. is what threw me. Because I was convinced, like, oh, this is, this is the future, but in the 80s. And this is the 80s being uh, futuristic or whatever. I keep hitting this damn thing. Oh, boy. Um, but then... You know, like a Hyundai passed by. Yeah. <laughs> like a new Hyundai. And I was like, mm, You think yeah. they have like 8-bit like controls inside? Yeah, I, yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know. So it's it's starting to get pretty interesting. Yeah. I guess. So I'm just trying. There's just like one character that just kind of chaps my ass. And it's yeah. like the female, the, the scientist yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. She's the chain smoker. Yeah. I don't know what it is. 
about she, that she character. Is she just a little too much? A little too extra? She's a little too extra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I yeah. guess it's... I don't know. I feel like everybody else is just being themselves, and I feel like her character is kind of forced. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. You know, it's the beginning, so maybe maybe there's a, a method to that madness. Yep. I'm not there's sure. There's a reason. We don't know. Um, so I guess we'll have to see. What do you think of it so far? I, di- I you know, I, I liked it so far. I do like it. Well, I should, you know, should not a past tense thing. So um, far. So I'm excited to kind of watch a couple episodes tonight and maybe probably, knowing us, finish it up tomorrow. That is uh, very possible. Um, so this, uh, the the guy who directed this show. The Kerry Fukunaga? Yeah, I think was also the writer or one of the writers for mm-hmm. It. Right. For the new It. Right. Um, which I'm like, mm, about. Not a shot at his writing. I'm just saying like as a film. I just. It, you know, I'm, I was. I'm I was, not a remake fan. I didn't it hate is. it and, and I didn't love it. But You also didn't see the original. That's that's very true. That's absolutely <laughs> accurate. Wah, wah, yeah. wah. I did not. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I have nothing to compare it to. I guess. Yeah. You know, I don't have the nostalgia of like, why are you trying to ruin my childhood? I didn't even. I mean, I didn't even really feel like it was that it was ruining my childhood or or whatever. I just thought like I just have a thing about when something is so iconic. Mm-hmm. You're never going to top bother? that. Yeah, why even bother? It's it's like take those trying to make it scary and, and make something new and interesting. Yeah, but I guess like their 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 goal is to make it scary for this generation, right? Because this generation, the the the, the thirteen to twenty five year olds now, mm-hmm. they watch it in the eighties. Yeah, they're like, are you kidding me with this? Yeah, <laughs> um, I watch it now. From the 80s. And I'm like, oh, boy. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's them trying to make it scary for this generation. But this generation is also so, we're so desensitized Mm -hmm. to anything scary that you have to go over the top, above and beyond to even get the, like a remotely scary scene. Yeah. And so some of the scenes were just too much for me. The scene in the garage where he turns into like a big spider thing. In the garage? Yeah, they were in the garage. Oh, when, when he comes out of the screen. Yeah, or yeah. So, whatever. I, I don't know. I well, just, the spider was at the end when they're in the No, when he, he gets like all big. Yeah, when he comes out garage. of, yeah, when they're watching the uh, yeah. slideshows or whatever yeah. they're, whatever they're, <laughs> slideshow. The projector, yeah. Yeah. And I just, I even you went, whoa. Yeah, that and not one, in a good way. You're yeah, like, oh yeah. wait, okay, what happened? Um, and that, but there were some really interesting visual effects in there. I thought. Um, well, you're like going to get that now. When he came out of like a box or something, and he like unfolded, unfolded and twisted. Yeah, thought that was really well done. Yeah, I mean, look, the makeup was beautiful. Mm-hmm. The CG was done pretty well, except mm-hmm. for a couple of things that were just kind of like too much. Um, but that, like that. <laughs> that scene of him doing that dance that's like yeah. so popular but then the camera's tracked to him yeah it's tracked yeah. to him that just looks so silly to me i don't yeah. know i just i just laughed when i saw I mean, that it, yeah i mean but that's the whole thing with remakes you know uh, yeah. you know i i like remakes i'm gonna go watch bumblebee and all the sort of and all that stuff but i feel like you could take those that resource those resources and, and make something new and interesting and something that we haven't seen before. Here's what I think. In, and start something new, you know? Yeah. And here, here's what I think in, the, in this day and age now with Netflix and series. Why not make that into a series? 
I feel like you can do so much more with that storyline if for it specifically yeah, for stuff mm-hmm. like that for remakes like that that are yeah. that are hard well, I mean I I'm all about making everything a TV show <laughs> <laughs> I just think that would have actually been a really good series yeah rather than making a movie and then making a sequel and then making a prequel to the sequel of the last prequels yeah. well, you I mean, know like, TV shows you know inherently you know you get to you can become more invested into the characters you have more time to develop the characters you know um and so I do know you you know <laughs> <laughs> Crapola. Um, Should have a you know counter. Click, click, click. I just feel like, I I feel that it was perhaps a bit of an opportunity lost. Yeah, and it'll make a, a shit ton of money. Yeah, well, again. they're already casting the second one. Yeah, they're already on filming that. it. Maybe even. they're already on that. Speaking of it, and mm. is it Bill Sarsgaard that played the clown? Ooh, I think so. No, is is it Bill? I don't know. You have your phone right there. You can, you can, you can log into Thank, the, the that. Thanks IMDb, for putting me on blast. The IMDb. Um, hey, you know, I didn't bring my phone over here. I'm a professional. Yeah, no, it's 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 not like pretty much near you. Uh, yeah, Bill Sarsgaard. Yeah. So speaking from of from Castle Rock. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Bill Sarsgaard. Oh, Sarsgaard, did I step on your transition? You stomped all over that yeah. son of a bitch. Crapola. Like, like a damn soldier. Um, <laughs> But that I I really enjoyed his performance in. Castle I'm Rock. having such a hard time with this screen yeah. on. Okay, so for 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 those of you listening, we now have a Go Gorilla, an official an official setup. setup in what used to be and what would have been our dining room. Mm-hmm. We're like it's now a studio, the Go Gorilla yeah, studio. So we have a studio, and so everything's in new places, and I'm. <laughs> I'm struggling yeah. with this. I just mic. put these up today, actually. So I just finished that today. Put that was a your manly on the Instagram, your manly stuff. Yeah. Okay. So so anyway, Castle Rock was mm-hmm. really really good, and that is a really good example of taking something nostalgic because mm-hmm. all Stephen King fans were just like, Pfft. if you didn't catch that, it was Pfft. right. Okay. Fingers wa- waving. Both, fingers both, waving. Both pointers waving, and that indicated. Uh, a very exciting moment for us, uh, for for Stephen King fans, because Castle Rock is its own story. But what is really amazing about it is that it there's all these Easter eggs for all of um, the other care of, of his other characters and other books. I almost said films, yeah. Which yes, because a lot of his stuff gets made into films. But yep. um, there were all these amazing Easter eggs almost from the beginning. Yeah. Stand and by me and like it was all kinds it, of stuff and it, uh, the, uh, uh, Cujo, Cujo, The Shining, uh, everything. Mm-hmm. They, they just they just threw all these little Easter eggs in there, and it was so awesome as a fan of his, of his work because I did read a lot of his stories to to sort of hear those things when you hear somebody's one of the characters' names. I forget the the girl's name that was in um, the remake of Evil Dead. Um, I don't remember her name either. Now I have to look it up since yep, I have yep. my since phone you have right your phone here. On you, um, might as well look that I up. I might as well look that up. And so yeah, Jane, so she, Jane Levy. Jane, yep. So she's in. She has a, a, a small part in that show, mm-hmm. but her last name is Torrance. Right. And so of course, Danny Torrance. I'm like, oh, that was a shining Easter egg. So those th- that's that was so well done because yeah. it took that nostalgia, but it made something new. Yeah. And it didn't smash it over the head. With modern technology, mm-hmm. the show was well made. No crazy 
CG or anything. I think everything well, there's was probably tons of it, but we wouldn't notice. There's no like blue done, beams from the sky yeah, or anything. Done so well that everything looked practical is yeah. what I mean, Perry. Yeah. If you're listening. <laughs> For your types that did that well so the, on that, that show. So, so Perry, correct us if it's wrong, but those would be special <laughs> effects versus visual effects. For Yeah, I guess. Yeah, maybe. Would I don't it, know. It's not visual effects? I, how? I wasn't paying attention then, obviously. That well, special effects are done practically on set, like an explosion or something like that. And visual effects are in post, you know. I'm, I'd imagine they had some special effects. Um, yeah, I mean, probably, I mean, there mo- were, probably most of it there was. Were, there were visual effects for sure, but I think that even the visual effects... I mean, the proposal has visual effects. So I mean. <laughs> we're done so well mm-hmm. that it, everything looked practical, yep. was my point. Yep. So um, that was a really interesting story. I think they're doing another season. It's going to keep going. Oh, nice. And um, so in that show, Bill Sarsgaard, it's not really a secret. You kind of get it going in pretty early that he's uh, a devil type Dude. Yep. Um, why are you feeling up the walls? I don't know. They're very <laughs> do you, funny. Do you need a moment? Um, so yeah, that's all I just want to say. I want to mm-hmm. say that show's awesome. Castle Rock was really good. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I did as well. And we're now uh, face deep in Maniac, so mm-hmm. we will update you. And so we are going to... No, because you're awaited with bated breath. Bated breath. Yeah. What did they think? I must no. know. <laughs> uh, so we're going to talk today. No guests. No, no guests no today. Guess? Oh, it's just us. Man. It's just us. So boring. I know. But yeah. you got to love us. Yeah. I love us. <laughs> Depends on the day. I love yeah. us too. And uh, so we're going to talk a little bit today about freelancing. Free, which is... You know, I think a lot of the problem comes from the word itself, right? Freelancing. It should be paid lancing, right? <laughs> no? You're very tired. Yeah. Love. It should be called compensation lancing. That's, yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Fair compensation lancing. Good compensation lancing. Yeah. So um, so our freelancing, our freelancing is, the worlds do collide. Uh, sure. Where I would freelance Versus where you would freelance, but they are different worlds. Mm-hmm. So in both worlds, you have people that want a lot for nothing. Yes. I think that's especially abundant in my side of it with voiceover work. And yeah, I think um, with voiceover work and acting as well, I think yeah. people almost expect that. Where in my side of it, people are always trying to haggle you down. Mm-hmm. Where on your side, it's just like, no, nope. this is what you're getting. Yeah, and you're, you should be you're happy getting. To get if it. you're getting anything, this is it, and there's yeah. no, there's really no negotiation. Yeah, there's no. As an actor, it's unheard of for you to talk up a price. Right, <laughs> right. That's a guaranteed even, way to it, never get work. This is all if they pay. Yeah, you know, they may not even pay, well, which most of them don't, and you know. Uh, I mean, I mean through, I mean through companies. That, but, uh, yeah. There's a company. I'm not going to not going to mention the name of the company Mm-mm. because nope. I don't feel like getting sued or dealing with that crap. Yeah. But it wouldn't be hard to kind of look this up because there aren't many companies that uh, handle voiceover mm-hmm. work. There was a specific company that I did sign up with that was quite pricey mm-hmm. and there's kind of your um i guess what you would call the floor price mm-hmm. which gets you some stuff and some access 
And that's where they trick you, right? Because they're like, right. okay, so well, yeah, you have the, sign up for this. Yeah, and yeah. you sign up, well, for $20 a month, you get this and this. And for $40 a month, mm-hmm. you have actual access. So to, yeah. oh, actually, no, what it is, is like, you can sign up for free, but you get jack crap for that. I think, yeah, that's there's what most, no, there's most no access services. Really, yeah. basically a for free. services are like that. When you take the free version of mm-hmm. it, you basically get a profile. Right. That you can't do anything with. Yeah. And so then you have to pay the monies. Mm-hmm. And I forget what I paid, but it was in the hundreds. Yep. It was, yeah. it was like almost $300 or yep. something like that. So we thought about that. We went back and forth yeah. on it for a while. And, you know, well, we, you know, pay $300, but, you know, you'll make that up in a job alone. It'll be mm-hmm. worth it and all that. And it's a lot trickier. And maybe somebody listen, listening or a couple people are like, well, maybe you suck. You know, maybe right. that's why you're eating a lot of work. Always a possibility. It's, it's, there could be major suckage. I don't know. Yep. Um, I think I'm decent at voiceover work. I don't think I'm the greatest, great. but well, of course you do. You're biased. You're great at it. Uh, SashiaDumont.com. That's where you can <laughs> judge for yourself. Um, and so I did a couple, because you, you basically have to log on. Yep. And the, the idea, from what I've been told, if you want to be successful with this particular website, is that you have to go on first thing in the morning. Well, that's with pretty much all of them. Right. But that, it was stressed. Mm-hmm. First thing in the morning, because you know, they're all going to rush for those jobs. Mm-hmm. And I work, mm-hmm. right? So I'd have to get up at like 6 o'clock in the morning yep. and be on my computer for two hours trying to do, and then 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 doing auditions. Yeah. Before and then get ready you, for work. I know with a lot of them, uh, they'll send, you'll get sent uh, like a side. Right. And then you'll read it and then you send it back to them and then they'll have a pool of people that read mm-hmm. a little section of. Well, you apply and the sides are there. You're right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You, the, the, the job is posted. It comes with the sides and whatever information, whatever the budget is. And then you just, you do your audition and then mm-hmm. you send it in and you wait, whatever. Um I actually never got any work off of that site, amazingly. Mm-hmm. I was offered one thing, and it was dirt cheap. Yeah. To the point where it was insulting. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I was just like, okay, I'm not... Here's whatever. a shiny nickel for yeah, you. I got you a penny. Um, and so where this started to get tricky was that I started kind of noticing some inconsistencies. And then because of that, I started to look it up. Mm-hmm. And there were a whole other bunch of people... That were similar mindset on to this you. site mm-hmm. that had information, and what was happening? What do you mean by inf- information? Information on things that looked kind of fishy to me, okay. but I couldn't confirm because I didn't know enough about it. And so, this and information was what, like research they had done? I think personal. Oh no, well, some of them were personal experiences oh, that okay. they'd had. Okay. And one of the issues that were going on, and the company disputed this because I actually had reached out to the company. Mm-hmm. Because, and I don't even remember what happened. It was something really shady that happened with a job that I was supposed to be getting. And I was like, screw this. I'm not paying for this. I don't want this membership. And I think what happened was they renewed me or something like, like that. Automatically. With that. Yeah, automatically. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So they actually gave me my money back. Okay. So that's good. But what was happening was they were posting jobs and then putting their service fee as your budget which was part of the actor's budget. So if the client right. if the client had $300 budget for the actor, almost 50% of that was going to the website. Oh wow. As a service. Wow. To get, oh, you know, we put this wow, in wow, and we wow. get you. Wow, wow, wow. Uh and one person I had spoke to personally uh-huh. via the the emails and stuff sure. had said that 
the way they found that out was because these companies will post. On oh, you other don't even sites. see this. You don't know that. No, uh. you're looking at it. As a, a job that pays $140, but oh. it was actually so the cl- $300. So, oh, so, so the company, the person looking for the voiceover would say, I want a voiceover. Here's $300. Get me a voiceover. Then they would post it for $150. They would post it for $150 Shady. because they were taking their cut. And as as the actor, you cannot see right. what the original post was for the client. Mm-hmm. So you have no idea. It just looks like a $150 job. Right. And there were a lot of those. And then they would have... Um, some that were, there was so much crazy stuff going on, but the person that I had spoken to, the way they had found out was because clients will post on other sites as well that do, mm-hmm. that, that were looking for voiceover work. And he found the same job with the actual budget. Oh, they had posted it? Yeah. Like outside of that With the service? actual budget, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's when he started to kind of put it together. And then I started reading all these other stories of people who are like, this is ridiculous. Like yeah. we're losing all of our money. So I don't really do that much. I don't really do the voiceover stuff much. It's it's tough, you know. I mean, the field itself is is very it's incredibly hard to get competitive. Into. Yep. Very very hard. And the first thing everybody says because I'm most voiceover actors like to do cartoon stuff. I think more than corporate. Why not? It's kind of boring, yeah. you know. Yeah, you know. But, Chrysler, <laughs> Revlon. Yeah. Um, and. It, especially when I started doing voiceover work and I started taking classes, mm-hmm. um, it was so crazy how hypersexualized women's voices are. Oh yeah! Before it started to sound right, because I was like, I don't understand what you want from me. And then when my coach finally got me where I needed to be, I was like, Oh my god, this is because then he was playing examples. Yeah. Of other, you know, you know, of other stuff. And it's just, you don't well, think about it. But listen so, to car commercials with a woman's voice on yeah. it. It's like orgasmic. And we're <laughs> so used to hearing that mm-hmm. it that way that it doesn't even. Yeah. Because well. he kept saying to me, if it, it's not right until you feel ridiculous. Yeah. You know, that kind of, it's something along those lines. And when I felt I sounded way too sexy mm-hmm. for selling a toothbrush. Yeah. That's when it was right. Yeah. And so I don't really like doing that as much. I like the cartoon voices and all that, but that is. Such a difficult thing to get. Those jobs usually go to people who already know sure. somebody in the field. Mm-hmm. Not that it's impossible, but for the actors out there, especially if you want to be a voiceover actor, you're kind of kidding yourself if you think you're just going to jump on a site and there's just cartoon work to be done. If you're yeah. getting that, it's usually people that are also... Because I, I got a couple of those offers also, people that were starting a game so I don't really, I can only pay like $50, Yeah. but I need you to do the voice for the entire game. It's like, right. come on. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I mean, you know, uh, a paragraph, uh, fine, cool. You're starting out. Yeah. But this was like a 10 page script for 50 bucks. So the, you know, the, my little ponies of the world and the, um, you know, just all of the, all of the cartoon network stuff yeah. is that's the the, a lot of celebrities are already doing that. Yeah. That's true. They have those jobs. They get those jobs. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, as far as freelancing in general goes, I think, you know, if you're a service, you you essentially have three ways to make money, right? You're either going to charge the people looking for the job, charge mm-hmm. the people putting the jobs out, or take a portion of the money that's being exchanged between the client and the uh, person doing right. the work. Um now, when I do side work for uh, motion graphics, as an example, I use, and I'll say this site because I like it, is called Upwork. Yeah, they're great. Uh, I really like them, and they're they're really transparent, too, with 
um, with us anyway. I don't know how it works on the business side, like on the side of the clients and, and what, you know, if they see any of that, I, I assume they don't. But, you know, if, if a job comes in and it says, oh, this job's going to pay $2,000, they'll say, all right, this job pays $2,000. We're going to take X because depending on your status, they take different levels. So we're going to take X and you'll end up with this. And that's it. And mm-hmm. what's what's great about that is for someone like me who just hates the whole business side of it with contracts and all this sort of all that stuff is they do that for you. You know, they have an escrow account. The the, the company has to put money into the escrow account. Mm-hmm. You you communicate through them. They they act as this kind of like intermediary. Yeah. So um, it's really great. And I've I've done a lot of work through there. Gotten a lot of work through there. Um, and I've had to give, you know, I've had to pass up a lot of work because of my full-time job. Um, so I really, I would recommend them and if you, you do like motion graphics or, getting paid or editing. Yeah. Right. The, right. Exactly. You know, a lot of jobs that I do outside of that, that service, you know, then you got to make sure you cross your T's and dot your I's because, you know, you, you could be doing work for them and then, you know, pretty soon it's like, oh, we pay 30, we net 30, we net 60 or whatever. So now you're waiting two or three or four months for your paycheck and the work's already done, which I that's hate the doing. Worst. Yeah, I hate doing that. But some companies, just big companies, that's just how that they do. That is how they function. It's like yeah. a payroll thing and whatever. I mean, hey, you know, that's your business, that's your business, whatever. Who am I to judge? But I don't like working like that. Yeah. Um, so I do like that. And then once you're done, you know, they get the money from them, give it to you, done. Yeah. You know, and you can leave reviews for each other. People leave reviews for me. I leave reviews for them. Um, so that's, you know. I do know. You know? <laughs> Gosh darn it. Gosh darn it. That's how I'm going to, that's how I'm going to. Well, what if I go through and edit all these you knows out? Then it's going to be like, wait, why is, why is she saying you know? Why, why does she keep. He didn't even say, you know, interrupting him because I just edited, edited it out, edited it out. Uh, So that's one. And then, you know, there's other sites like (laughs) Mandy.com. There's uh, Mandy's gotten so weird, though. It is. It's it's, Mandy. Mandy used to be really good for work. mm -hmm. And I feel like it got kind of funky. Yeah. And you get a lot of funky characters (laughs) when we when we've uh, we've done a cast call for films they're actors out there listen listen i i appreciate your gusto Mm -hmm. especially older actors i'm i'm rounding 40 she's right i could see her in the distance she's she's 40 she's dancing i'm right here i'm not that far away (laughs) so i get it but mandy's was always 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 the place that we would get a plethora mm-hmm. see another big word that probably is better than my previous big word i guess a plethora okay. <laughs> of actors that did not fit the description yeah of the cast well call, you know which I, makes I don't me think, absolutely insane i don't think that's really a mandy's thing though i think that well that's well that's i a think cra- actors are kind of trained to i shouldn't say trained but like i think when you're an actor and i don't really mind it that much because if a, if an actor's submitting for a job he knows he's not right for but like maybe we come across or that she. or she that they're not right for then maybe that we you know this person's really good, but not right for the role. So then we just would keep that person 
you know, kind of on file, as they say. You're in the just business way world. more patient than I am. I'm not. When I when I have to look through 30, 40 submissions and 50% of them don't even come close I guess to I'd the be... description, it's so... If we had a crew in mm-hmm. pre-production, if we had actual producers and assistant producers and executive producers and people that we're organizing all this crap that might be different but between life work doing pre-production i don't want to look through a bunch of submissions that don't fit the mark yeah i just don't i guess well i guess I, especially I, I when it's so far do you remember yeah, that yeah. guy that we got who literally looked like buffalo bill no, I don't remember. You don't remember that no. guy? He sent us a headshot. He looked like a serial killer. Yeah. And he had platinum, this like a receding, kind of a receding hairline, but it was platinum blonde. Mm-hmm. And he was wearing a shirt 10 sizes too small. And he had this gut, mm-hmm. like this little gut hanging out and this tight, tight shirt with like this that big chain headshot? necklace. Yes. And oh. like, like jeans, but from the 70s with so like, like a, a matching char- jean jacket. Headshot? I don't think so. I think <laughs> this is just how this dude rocked his day to day, which is like, whatever. But you do you. You do you. But it did not fit the description mm-hmm. at all of what we had asked for. I guess I don't mind it. Because and that it's was entertaining, not... I will admit. Yeah. But, you know, when, okay, we need somebody who's be, you know, play, a, age range, uh, 30 to 40. And somebody's clearly in their 70s or 80s. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> I guess it doesn't bother me as much when I look, have to look through them all. It's because it's never like hundreds, you know? There may be 40 no, but the, or 50 at most. I don't want... Yeah, but I don't... I would love to look through 40 or 50 submissions that all could potentially be yeah. the person. Ideally, yeah. But when only 15 of those 40 or 50 people actually fit it. It's like, oh my God, right. come because on. Because then of the 40 or 50, only 15 fit it. And then only, you know, maybe three <laughs> maybe or four, four of those show. that, yeah, well, they'll show up, but that <laughs> maybe like four or five of those are actually ones that really kind of fit the description. You yeah. Know? Because now, now we have to go through your reel. Here's another thing. Oh my God. If you don't have a reel as yeah. an actor, I just what are you doing? I don't know. I guess it's it's the it's the social media age now that people don't feel they need reels or actors don't it's not a a, um, a necessary thing. Mm-hmm. I still have a planner that I write in. So I'm are, kind of old school. I like to see I don't and I don't want to watch a 10 minute reel and I don't want to watch like the scenes should not be and the entire scene. Right. I want to see a clip of that scene. And it should be diverse if you do comedy, if you do drama. You know, I don't want to see all of the, and I don't want to see the same film three times cut in the edit in three different places. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to see that either. I just need a reel. Yeah. I, I don't get how people can function as actors. With no reel. With no reel. Yeah. Because, and it's not, a, it's not, I mean, obviously I think the main purpose of any reel is to test your, um, you know, skill level. But I think also it's just to see you you act and see if you or can even fit the part, you know, play mm-hmm. the part, what your personality is like. Because, you know, that comes through in, in the acting and you want to get a sense for them. I I always prefer to actually, you know, to, to have it be an audition. I do know. You do know. I knew you were going to do that because I saw you, but your eyes lit up like, <laughs> I was like this is my it, moment. I yes. <laughs> um, you know. <laughs> I do like to do that in person, mm-hmm. 
There's something you get from that. But I've seen some people's reels and thought, they they got this. They know what they're doing. This person's really good. They have a lot of range that was, you know, beautifully done, whatever. But when all I've got is your Instagram pictures mm-hmm. or Facebook picture and maybe a video that your friend took from in the back of the room at some play that you were in that I can't even hear what's happening. Yeah. Or, oh my God, when someone records clips and scenes from films they've been in on their phone. Oh, like on a computer. The, yeah, <laughs> a computer or TV or something. My, there's this little, there's like an A bomb that goes off in my brain when I see stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. I just, I just can't. I just can't even. I just cannot even. That should, that's a no. Yeah. That's a hard no. I would rather you not have any, <laughs> just send me to the film. Uh, the film is called X, Y, and Z. It's on YouTube. Go, you, you can go watch it there. Yeah. Then for you to send me a clip that you recorded off of your laptop onto your iPhone. Yeah. And then sent me via text. Yeah. Holy crap. Because that, and I think that goes to another point of like, as an actor, I would assume not being really an actor that making sure that if you doing something, chances, you know, on our level, chances are you're doing it for very little money, uh, that you demand to get, you know, the footage. That doesn't always happen. Of your performance. And I, I think, hear this a lot. Like, I get it if you're doing, like, something for Discovery ID or whatever. Yeah. Uh, you're never going to get that. But if, you know, there's no way I would never not give somebody the finished, a finished copy of the film. I that uh, filmmakers not finishing films happens a lot. They're not finished. Well, yeah. And, it and happens a lot. I, I can totally see that happening. But the least, the, the least you can do for an actor is give them... Well, copy. this particular person that that is guilty, and don't wait for them to have to hound you for it. You know, this Give particular this particular person that's guilty of this, who I shall not name. God, I sound like such a bitch. Yeah. I'm not going to name gonna, all these I'm people. Not name these people that are inferior, so obnoxious. But this particular person mm-hmm, mm-hmm. does a lot of uh, the discovery, like the the TV type shows, mm-hmm. where you re- you can't get that footage. Right. So all you have is. But there's other ways to get a quality. You know what I mean? Of like, course, of yeah. course. But what I'm saying, started, what I'm saying you, is, you just leave that shit out. Yeah. You know. Um, and so there now that that becomes that there's a topic right there on acting and background. Acting, reacting. Acting, reacting. <laughs> there's a big. There's a difference. There's actors. There's background actors. Mm-hmm. As an actor. Um, some of the TV stuff is actually... You're talking only, about putting it on a reel or just, no, I'm just putting it on about, a resume? I'm just talking about in general that there is... That the problem is that you have a lot of background actors mm-hmm. that oh, just, yeah. are like, oh, I'm an actor. You're an aspiring actor, but you've only gotten background work. Mm-hmm. And the problem there is when you're doing background work on um, low budget, but way higher yeah. a budget than, yeah. than I'm talking about when I'm talking about like the TV budgets and the crime shows and stuff like that is that you don't get the footage. So you need to, you need to be in stuff that you have actual dialogue in well, that, and, that and, we can see. Yeah. And that's the thing is I think a lot of people would rather be an act background actor in something big versus being a, a bigger actor in something small. Absolutely. You know, 
Um, and, and that leads them I mean, that's a whole other issue, you know, I mean, that's a whole, we can do a season yeah. <laughs> on. Should we the, do seasons? This season one, season one, <laughs> how many, Background acting how many episodes acting. to a season? Um, yes. That's, and that, and if, that, if that's what makes you happy, then go have for at it. it. Go Cause for I remember it. when I was in LA, when I was in LA <laughs> doing background acting, um, for years, you know, there was people that we would meet that there was, I remember there was this one guy who was in a Tarantino film, actually, he was in, um, not Pulp Fiction, what was before, what was his first big one? Reservoir, Reservoir, Reservoir Dogs. Dogs. He was in that, he was somebody that got shot, or so he actually had squibs on him, so, but he is, he was a background actor for decades, mm-hmm. um, and, but that's what he liked, he, yeah. he, he didn't really aspire to be an actor, he just liked the life of a background actor. He liked and, being on set, yeah. and the whole experience, and, yeah. He was one of the coolest guys too, and and you know so you know do you do you, but it's it's the people that you know do I guess what you're referring to is the people that will do the background work, and you know kind of treat it as if it's a a, a role in the film. Is that well, am I categorizing a, that correctly? A, I think in LA, that is there's all sorts of room for that. There's mm-hmm. space in LA for you just do background work, you do principal roles, you you know, you do commercial uh, background work, whatever. Work and when I when I was in LA and this is in uh 2001, 2, 3, 4 ish, uh you know, it was I could work every day if I wanted to as a background actor. Mm-hmm. You know, and I I Not lived here. in <laughs> yeah. I, well, I guess maybe if you live in the city, I don't know. But I I lived in the San Fernando Valley and I could, yeah, I could probably work every day if I really hustled. There's way more stuff as, as, um, as much as film has moved this away mm-hmm. and into the South and Georgia with the, with the, the oh, yeah. tax incentives and all that, yeah. there's still, you could probably make th- a living in Georgia. In Georgia, you probably can, yeah. but there's still a heap of stuff that's done in LA. So that I think oh, it's yeah. always going to be and a lot of shows, get, I think. Yeah. I mean, that's what we did mainly. We didn't do, yeah. uh, or I shouldn't say we, but I didn't end up doing a lot of movies. It was a lot of TV shows, Buffy and Angel yeah, but and you did, Roswell and all Yeah, shows. you did a lot of very well-known shows. Mm-hmm. Here, that's not the case. It's Legally Blonde here. was a big movie. Yes, it was. Yeah. Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. If you want to see Paul hamming it up. <laughs> hamming it up and Legally Blonde. Go to the scene where Elle Woods is getting the her, grade. Her name, no, she gets or, selected onto uh, the team or whatever. Yeah, when she's looking at, yeah. on the wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul is to the right of her, I believe. In blue. In a blue blazer yeah, type me. pullover jacket. Immortalized forever. Just... I mean, making some heads, making heads <laughs> like you cannot believe. So yes, but here that wouldn't happen. There's right. here you get some like the shows that I've done, some of the crime shows and stuff, which have a fan base. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they have a, a, a huge following. What was the episode you did for people to check out? I don't remember. I did two episodes. Uh, I did one in 2017 and then we did with well, a screaming year. one that was this year i oh. don't remember i don't remember you actually don't had know. like lines and you got to scream and stuff. i had lines but they, they cut, cut it they didn't cut the scene but they actually i don't know i mean i guess it was just to have it but it was a pretty gnarly experience in that it was 90 plus degrees there was this unusual heat wave Mm-hmm. And we were in a Victorian house with zero air conditioning and about 50 people yeah. in that house. 
sweating do. balls. Yeah. I it was so uncomfortable. By the time we got that scene, almost got cut. So I was there all day. Mm. I did the my first screaming scene when I first got in, and then they were having us wait for that scene. They ran out of time. They were two and a half, almost three hours behind schedule. Mm-hmm. And they were going to cut my scene. And I was like, son of a bitch, man. I was here all day. <laughs> I nothing. didn't even get to do my scene, yeah. whatever. And I mean, there were background actors losing their shit because their scene was getting cut. Yeah. I'm like, dude, you're getting paid either way. Like, just, you know, like, yeah. I just wanted to get the hell out of there, honestly. I was like, all right, fine. You're, I mean, it sucked, but I was like, I just want to get out of here. It was almost 11 o'clock at night at that yeah. point. And um, they they squeezed the scene in, but everybody was sweating. They did two takes of it. And when they aired it, they were focusing. I was out of focus in the background yeah. with, with the other actor. So whatever, you know, it is what it is. But that, you know, you're talking about being on set. I got there at one o'clock. And it was earlier, wasn't it? No, one? it was yeah. one because I was like, thank God I had a late call mm. time because it was in Staten Island, which is a, almost three hours from where we are. That's right. So, holy crap. I said, if I have like an 8 a.m. call time, <laughs> I'm never going to make that. Yeah. So, and I went and watched a movie. And... Yeah, you went with me and you went to watch a movie and stuff. What did and I watch? I don't even. Uh... You watched something for the second time. I don't yeah. remember. Was it Baby Spider-Man? Driver? Yeah, it was Spider Man. Spider Man. The last one. And so. Getting there at one o'clock and not leaving till 11 p.m. Mm-hmm. And I got $90 for that. Yeah. And then was taxed on top of it. Of course. So when I, and and I, I try my darndest if we have a, you know, eight or nine hour day with our actors on our sets, we usually pay $100. Yeah. So that's kind of crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um. So you're going to get more lines. You're going to get lines. Yeah, I'm talking about principal roles here. and On our huge productions. On our huge production. <laughs> but no, I mean, it's this is something we've talked about before. Mm-hmm. I think it's really important to try to, to compensate people. You yeah. really, you have to, if you want people to feel like you, that, that they are appreciated mm-hmm. and you want them to give you their best, but they feel like they're being taken advantage of because everyone else on set is getting paid, but them. This is such a huge issue with actors. Yeah. And up here where and we are. the pay disparity is crazy. Yeah, where we are here in upstate New York, in the Hudson Valley, it's a, it's, it's a goddamn epidemic. It's just because yeah. you have so many people that are, they're just, they are. Chomping at the bit. Chomping at the bit. But it's that everyone wants to be on effing TV. Yeah. That's all they care about is like, I was in this movie. I was in that movie. I was, you see that guy standing over there on the back yep. chewing gum? That was me. Yep. Well, congratulations. I, okay. Yeah. But some of us has, have gone, have spent into the thousands on acting courses and to keep shit up. And I can't compete with that because they're not paying anybody because you're willing to do it for free. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> It needs to stop. It's such crap. Yeah, we, I, you know, we had a little bit of that in LA where, you know, it was very exciting to see yourself on TV or you know maybe mm-hmm. even in a movie in the theater or something as a as a background actor. But I would always make sure I was taking acting classes that I was like going out for student films and small short films here and there. Yeah. Um, you know, the the background acting was just to p- help pay the bills. Yeah, and I, I, don't, I don't... And it was great to meet other actors, you know what I mean? So, 
um, yeah. is great networking. Like when we, back then when we did it, we, we had like a, a group of people that we, you know, we're all mm -hmm. like extra friends, you know? Mm -hmm. So you, you ended up seeing a lot of the same people Every when you day. like walk into a room and you're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's you there. See, but that, that doesn't matter here. Yeah. The majority of the people on sets that do background work here could not give two shits about meeting other actors. It's all about meeting whatever famous person is in mm -hmm. that film and or show. Yeah. It's an, it becomes the entire focus. Yeah. You get a picture with such and such. Everybody up here. I'm just going to say it. Everyone up here has this, fucking obsession with james franco yeah it was it's like the pope is rolling in and i don't get it i don't get it yeah i don't know i mean whatever i don't you know. could be a james franco for that but i just don't understand why everyone why has does it matter? such an uh, yeah such an obsession with whether they got a fucking selfie with james franco i don't give two shits about getting a picture with james franco i'd like lines yeah you know? i'll take, an, that Ale would I'll be take great. an alexa for a weekend you know i i'll take that over and i have been on sets where it's just sitting down. I'm I'm very much like the the people watcher. Yeah. And I kind of I'll just sit down in a table by myself and stare at everybody in the room and listen to all the conversations. Mm -hmm. And 90% of the conversations, I kid you not, were people that were on, "Oh, you were on that set. Oh, yeah, did you get a picture with James Franco? Get a picture with James Franco." <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah. What is James Franco funding everything? What's happening here? Who cares? Kind of seems that way. It's just—it's <laughs> just like this whole thing about being standing next to a celebrity, mm -hmm. um, or and and even up here, it's been films where they're not even—I mean, we're not even talking like A-list actors. Mm -hmm. It's just oh, remember this. Okay, I'm not going to name call, but the, you know this person that was in something once or twice, yeah. or oh my god, they're making a film up here, and then everybody flocks to that. Yeah, and everyone swears that that everyone's getting paid on set. But I've gotten the emails. You're talking, you're talking about the production side of it now, not the yeah, other well, the, extras. Yeah, the, the production fact, side yeah, yeah. of it. The, oh, everybody's getting paid. Mm -hmm. uh, no, everyone doesn't always get paid because I've yeah. gotten the emails for the cast call do you want to come for those and not even an audition it's just like we need people yeah if you want it you got just it it's heard yours heard them in. but it's it's paying $20 yeah $20 for what they're already anticipating to be close to a 14 hour day yeah you're high yeah <laughs> well that's you know that is like and there's never a short of freaking people that'll take that job right so that's why they, they can charge they can say hey yeah, $20 because everyone up here will flock to that set They'll fill it up. They'll get all of their background actors, and then they never really have to pay anybody up here. Yeah, because why would you? Yeah, you've got all these starstruck actors. I'm air quoting now. Air I'm getting. I'm getting. I'm getting worked up. Yeah, <laughs> you have all these actors. She's getting uh, all worked up. <laughs> <laughs> I need a purin tablet. Um, that that kind of fuck it up for everybody. I'm sorry, but that's that's the truth. Mm -hmm. And it's confessions of an upstate actress. I'm I'm telling you, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start another podcast called Confessions of an Upstate Actress. And, What's wrong with this one? Um, I mean, it's okay for now, but like when I get big time, I'm gonna Ugh, I'm gonna need another my own. studio. <laughs> uh, just finished building this one. When I get five fans, I give two craps about my career. Yeah. Um. Well, so yeah, that's just. You know, if you like to be a background actor, that's great. If you want to take self, that's great. That's all of that's great. But just respect the fact that some of us are not in it for the selfies and we're not in it to be in the background of some cool scene. Mm -hmm. You know, we 
we we're in this to to grow as actors. We want to develop our characters. We want to you right. know get be compensated for the work that we're so doing. Do you think they're kind of like diluting the pool of like the people that are being involved in those movies by just wanting to be there to be next to someone famous? Yeah, because the the thing is, whenever there's a film up here, right, right, right away, they're like, oh, job opportunities. This is like this is like when politicians are like, we're gonna open up. There's going to be yeah, all these yeah. jobs here. Yeah, there's jobs for that building. And then once you're done building it, there's shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like that you're not bringing jobs permanently. Yeah. You're bringing jobs temporarily. Yeah. So that's what happens. Like something's getting films up here. Everyone's whoop, 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 whoop. It's all over Facebook. And, and, you know, going back to your previous point, I I, I always see that. Like, because I, you know, I'll, I'll look through the job boards on whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And it's always like... Um, you know, such and such a director or such and such such an actor, you know, Emmy award winning, Oscar award winning, whatever. And the pay is crap. Yeah. You know, it's like how, how, like, it's always so, it it just baffles me how you're going to like brag about how cool this is that this and this person's on there, but then you're not going to pay. Or like, how, how how is that? That doesn't even make any sense. What they'll do also is some sense. It makes some sense. Some people, from this region will get jobs on that set mm-hmm. gaffers uh PAs, PAs stuff yeah. like that yeah. right but the they're the, not gonna get the a cinematographer DP, from up here yeah. yeah the dp the boom operator boom operator we're <laughs> in our idiocy is in sync um boom operators your first ad your second ad your assistant all of these people yeah. they're coming up from the city yep and that that's one thing that you'll notice on all these sets is that because I, I talk to all those people, those are the people I want to talk to. See, I don't give a mm. shit about who who's in the you know rubbing elbows with whatever potential celebrity might be. I'm always talking. I'm always watching the crew mm-hmm. because as a filmmaker, I'm like I want to see how how another set functions. You're always kind yeah. of I, I love to look in on sets and and see what's happening. I really wish I did that more when I was in LA because I was there as an actor. That's all I do, man. And if I, I just, was there, like I sit on the sets and I'm just paying like, attention to how more of the behind the scenes how it yeah. was shot. Would, it's quite uh, fascinating how unorganized it and, all is. And I'm talking about, I can't even tell you, I don't, I can't even begin to imagine what the budget might be for the types of things that I've done for those crime shows, but mm-hmm. way more than we'd ever have mm-hmm. way more than we'd ever have. And it was kind of amazing to watch so many people scrambling. It was like the left hand didn't know what the right hand was doing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you've got so much more money and all the, what do you have all these people here for? There yeah. was one set that I'd, well, the first time that I had done that, that we were sitting in this church, uh, I guess kind of what they had turned into a cafeteria or whatever, because that's usually what they'll do. They'll rent out church space, um, especially for those shows. That's like kind of big for it. Yeah. And there was this desk that, that that all the important people were sitting at mm-hmm. and i could not tell you what the hell any of those people really did yeah you know they just sat it at was that like desk. it was a lot of laptops yeah. clackety clackety everybody had a laptop in front of them i don't really know what was going on <laughs> it was a lot of eyes rolling a lot of like huffing huffing <laughs> because nothing was going to plan and yeah. i was just sitting there watching it like what is going on you have all these people and there's still no organization yeah one dude like popped in sat at that table was playing an acoustic guitar the entire day nice singing with one of the other clackers mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> i'm like he's, he's singing the clackers the beat yeah <laughs> Like, this, what is your job? I don't get it. Yeah. Like, I don't even understand. I would not know what to do with that many people helping me. Yeah. So, um, 
that I don't know that that's my favorite thing to do. That's kind of why I do those jobs because sure as hell isn't because of the pay. Because yeah. after you bring your um, your wardrobe, which is expected of you, yep. So if you don't have it, you you got to buy it. <laughs> yeah, and probably a couple different options. Oh yes, they wanted different. You know, two or three tops, mm-hmm. two or three bottoms, jewelry. Which, to be shoes, honest, was what we had to do back is, in what, the day, right? As well. Which is, but when when the which job was a Wednesday, is, by the way, when it's day, when a Wednesday, it's a Wednesday. Um, when you're being paid seventy five dollars a day before tax, mm-hmm. and you've spent fifty dollars on your outfit. Yeah, <laughs> I'm well. Ideally, if you're, you know, you would have you would build up a wardrobe of your own. Yeah, but this was that's very what, that's specific. That's what we did, you know, and, and we we had like, you know, started building up a wardrobe of stuff. I but most of the this... stuff wasn't, you know, a lot of the crime stuff tends to be it's period. period. They're period you pieces. Know? They're all period pieces. A lot of the stuff I did was just, you know, like they'll no. like bring a casual or bring yeah, that's, a whatever. That's cool. But when you do the crime shows, it's all period pieces yeah. and they and it, they're very specific. So, you know, uh, you know, go get this and go get that and okay and mm-hmm. kind of build that up. Um, but I just loved sitting there and watching yeah. everything happen. Yeah. And um, I remember you telling about it and I was just so, you know, the the stuff that I did didn't really seem too unorganized. It seemed crazy. But, the, you know, hearing about some productions that have all this money and they're still like three hours behind. Yeah, three time. hours behind and over budget and unorganized. And it's like more people you would think it would be a lot more organized i think because i think it's still about having the right people yeah you got a whole bunch of people but do you have the right people and i think that was what i think there was there was there you see a lot of communication issues going on yeah i don't know if egos get in the way i don't know what's happening people I just think you have, you know, you'll have too many kings or queens in one castle, and yeah. this person doesn't want to listen to that. Too many chefs in the kitchen. Too many chefs in the kitchen. Let me tell you, and that did happen on one of the yeah. sets, like because I saw that wardrobe was. They had some words oh, for the higher ups on oh. one of the sets because they, and I understood it because they basically they had to dress us. For close to two hours, mm-hmm. getting everybody dressed because they insisted that we have three wardrobe changes. Okay. And like five minutes before we were supposed to be bussed to the location, they were like, forget it. We're just doing one wardrobe. So like wardrobe was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Right. Like we just spent two hours getting everyone in three separate outfits yeah. to make sure they all had the right. Cause that's what happens, right? You say, you'll say the what like, what size you are like, Oh, I'm, I'm a medium on top large on the bottom or whatever the case may be they'll still try to squeeze your ass into something you don't fit in like yeah. why are you handing me an extra small shirt yeah. i'm not gonna fit in that <laughs> you know? just and they'll always say, just just amuse me and put it on i'm like all right i'll just rip the seams of this for you yeah. then if that's what you really want um and so yeah that's just like that chaos had all of our wardrobe and they're like just one outfit <laughs> it's like wow that literally ate up the entire morning yeah Congrats. How do you not know that you're going to need water three or whatever? And what happened? Like, I don't know what happened. So that's that's kind of a crazy thing to see. But my original point was that 80% of the people that were working on that set were not from up here. They were right. from Brooklyn, Manhattan, Queens, Staten Island, what have you, but they were not from Hudson Valley. It seems to be like the lower level jobs, you know. Or if you know somebody, I'm sure you can get something. Yeah. You know, if you know somebody on that set already. But it's just that it's 
it's pointing out the fact that these productions are advertised as these wonderful opportunities to hire mm-hmm. local talent. And it's not really the case. Yeah. They locals, they, they hire some locals for some things. Yeah. But not a whole lot. And even in that case, I'm sure you have to have, you know, an in of some sort. Yeah. And that same thing with talent. Like the speaking roles. Well, that's what I those meant. Those are all actors. They were from the city. Well, no, they but, weren't but from like up here. The, the day players or something like that. Maybe yeah. even if you they were to hire some local people, I'm sure that those local people have connections. But it's even, not just a random. But even, rando. The, even the day players that had minimal lines but had lines were not from here. Oh, interesting. The background actors were all from here. Mm-hmm. And Know I, your worth, people. Know your I worth. I would say that ninety percent of those background because there were a lot of us. Yeah. 90% of them were not actors in any way, shape, or form. Didn't even consider themselves actors. Like, they just did, like, this open call. Yeah. And everyone just signed up because they were like, we need... Because that's what it was. They needed people for they the needed, background. They needed bodies, yeah. Yeah, they needed bodies. Set dressing. <clears throat> and so it was like... Set, <laughs> set dressing you have to feed. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Which you, you you feed second after the... Uh, yeah, of course. I, so fun. No, ridiculous. <laughs> I never. I'm. Just, I'm always like, why don't you just split the food we, they, we into did, two sections? Yeah, we had to do that too back in the day. I like, will it never was get just that. Like, let all the uh, famous people eat, and then you can go eat. Well, it wasn't even the famous people. It was like the the important crew. Oh, I mean, look, like I yeah, like I get it. You're not filming anything without a DP and without you know yeah. boom and lighting and all that stuff. But, but you're yeah. also not filming stuff without background people or actors. Pretty or, much, yeah. You know, so I'm, it's not for me. It's not an issue of that we should get to eat first. It's just why isn't everyone eating at the same time? Yeah, that seems so weird to me. That's the it's the celebrity hi- hierarchy, you know, and, and not celebrity in terms of like literal celebrity, but you know, it's the the importance. You know, you have that level of importance. The director's going to eat first, you know, and then you can eat. But it's like why is the director who, by the way. I was I was being nosy because I was texting you as all this yeah. was going on in the first time I, I ever did this. this. I just I still can't believe. And this. Paul said, "Ask them what he, what they're filming on," because that's always like we always want to know what's amazing. Film. And I could not see the camera where I was. I didn't know what they were filming on because they mm-hmm. had this big old freaking get up and the dolly and you know yeah, that, sure. like you ride on and like yeah. I was just I couldn't see anything. And so the director had said something. He was directing me yeah. in something, and then he said something to me, he was standing next to me and he said something like, oh, good job. And I was like, oh, thanks. I was like, oh, by the way, what are you guys filming on? And he just looked at me and said, I have no idea. <laughs> it's like, Unbelievable. He's like, what do we, what do we, uh, I have no idea. I don't know what we're filming on. I was like, oh, okay, cool. And I didn't want to seem like I was trying to make him look stupid. So I was yeah. like, fuck. You know? <laughs> I mean, I get it. You know, you're a director, you're worried about the performances. You don't want to be weird down. You know, you don't have to worry about the gear, but I mean, come on, man. He had no idea. He's a nice guy and all, but did yeah. not know what they were filming on. Yeah, so that was funny. Yeah, that was kind of funny. I was like, I'm not going to ask this guy any more questions because he's going to be like, get her out of here. Yeah. <laughs> ask the, get the question girl out of here. Yeah. You're fired. Yeah. Okay, well, thanks for sharing your experiences. I, f- I feel um, I feel like I got a lot off my chest today. Good, good. Very good. 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 <laughs> That's an inside joke. Inside. Inside. Um, so uh, that's going to do it for this show, for this episode. It is going to do it for this episode. Uh, it was a fun episode. I enjoyed talking to you about acting and a little bit about freelancing and your experiences as an actor up here. Yeah. Um, 
But that said, I'd like to do some shout outs to some people that we enjoy hanging out with and being friends with. Oh, also, I think yes. next week, uh-huh. in next week's episode, we're going to be talking to Christine Parker, uh-huh. who uh, is the festival director for the Sick Chick Flicks Film Festival. Right. <laughs> Say that three times. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's basically a... Sick Chick Flicks Film Festival. Sick Chick Flicks Flicks. It's a film, a, a female... Um, Dominated? I guess you would say... I don't like that Female, word. Uh, yeah, me neither. I, that's why. I, that's why dominated. I said. That's why I said it slowly because I knew dominated. as soon as I started saying it, like as if they're dominating something. It's well, it's geared towards female filmmakers. Yes. There you go. It's geared towards uh, female writers. Mm-hmm. Just female-driven productions. Yes, and I think more so horror. Right. They do like uh, that's kind of their their. Um, Focus, yeah, is on horror type. But they do have some other different ones, and so where I kind of reached out to them because I thought, well, that's cool mm-hmm. that uh, that that exists. That is cool so, that that exists. <laughs> so we will hopefully be talking to Christine next in the no, next episode. No pressure, but we better. We just told it all of our fans. <laughs> well, I have been known to be a liar, yeah. so there is that. Yeah. So so be on the lookout for that. That'll be interesting yeah. to talk to her about. Film festivals and and uh, women in film and mm-hmm. you know let's get that going. Yeah. Whoa, my monitor just turned off for a moment. It's a poltergeist. It is. Um, for us. We're watching. What was that white noise? Was that that? Uh, I don't know. I don't want to go down that that path. What's happening? Yeah. Okay. So, um, big shout out to uh, Reality Bomb Comicast mm-hmm. and Mega Brain Comics. Big shout out to. Steady Keegan. I took I, I partook. Yeah. And I'm ashamed of myself. Thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> Shout out to Perry. Shout out to Perry. We know he made it this far <laughs> in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Um NAB. Hey, we, we're going oh, we, we're getting some a decent number of, of uh, listeners. Yeah, we're we're climbing. We're, we're climbing. S- we're slowly climbing the charts. We're climbing like molasses, but we're getting there. Yeah. We are. So, hey. Um, we're also going to NAB this year, NAB New York. Of course. Um, so if you're there, uh, be on the lookout for us. We're going to have our own shirts on. We're those people. Mm-hmm. And if you want to go, you can use... Want to pro- go? If you want to go, you can use promo code RP17. Salvin. Salvin. Oh, no. That was horrible. Uh, RP17. Uh, <laughs> and you'll get $50 off a of base pass in... Uh, by $50 off the base pass, I mean a free base pass. So you can get in for free. It's $0. Yep, $0. You literally so, have nothing to lose. Yep. Go there. Come say hi to us. High fives the whole nine. Perry will be there. Perry will be there uh, presenting for Maxon. Mm-hmm. Max off. Maxon, Max off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had to. Yeah. Also. Yes. Also. Also. What? In a couple of days. Yeah. We're going to go see Venom. Yeah. Vietnam. But we will we will be waiting to review and talk about that yep. uh, for the 13th. What's happening on the 13th? The f- which will be the 14th for the listeners, because that's sure. when we release, release the it. episode. But um, on that episode, which will be episode 17, 
Okay. Can I count? Okay, yeah. yeah. 17. We are having both Reality Bomb Comicast and Steady Geek. It's a on. podcast super show. Oh, damn. <laughs> you got to stop that. Uh, so many peeps that we're going to have to drag the couch into our podcast room because yeah. we don't have enough places to seat everybody. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be pretty cool. So since that's their, their that's their their shiz mm-hmm. is the comics and all that stuff. We're going to talk. We're going to wait. Comic Normally book we would have talked about it Venom. the next episode, but we're going to wait for them. Yeah, that's going to be I'm some of them are that. some of them are not. They're not impressed, John. Oh look, my yeah, my <laughs> son is calling me. Uh, he'll have to wait. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. So we'll talk about that when they come on. Uh-huh. We will be seeing that in a couple days. And yes, yep. I already got my tickets. Tom Hardy. Yeah. I'm saying. How bad can it be if Tom Hardy's mm, in it? Pretty bad. This is my prediction. I'll make a prediction right here on the show. Um, every All the scenes with Tom Hardy are going to be great. Mm-hmm. All the scenes without Tom Hardy are not going to be great. But come on, Riz Ahmed and well, Michelle all right, Williams. Let me, let me and- rephrase that. All the scenes with Tom Hart, all the, with the actors are going to be great. Uh-huh. All the scenes with the CG, ness I think the CG is going to be rough. Is from and, what and, I've and seen. the CG itself may be good. I don't know yet. What if this they're is like a marketing ploy and they're just showing us shitty CG? And then you get in there and you're like, oh, it's not atrocious. It's not going to age well. The CG is not atrocious, but damn, it could have been better. But all the scenes that don't have. Venom in them are going to be great. And I think all the scenes that have Venom in them are going to be a bit rough. Doo-doos. Yeah. A little bit of a doo Kind of like uh, The Amazing Spider-Man mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with Andrew Garfield. Mm-hmm. I liked a lot of the scenes that were just about the characters. But when I they started... I liked the film up until it turned into a superhero exactly. movie. And I think that's what's going to happen I was like, this should have just that's been a drama. That's my prediction. You take the superhero-ness out of it and it'll probably be okay. Look, we'll see. Tom Hardy's awesome mm-hmm. so whatever i still think it's gonna be it's you know i would have seen it w- even if tom hardy wasn't in it yeah you would have yeah i would have been much less excited to see it yeah to, unless it was like mark Wahlberg or something depend- <laughs> yeah. nothing would, against him personally but uh well yeah <laughs> me, no i'll just stop there, there. um <laughs> so, so yeah I, I think depending on who would, would have been playing venom i May or may not have, but I will. I'm this is aside from Deadpool, mm-hmm. it's the first time that I've been excited to see really superhero movies because everything sure. else I'm like, all right, all right, all right, yeah, we get it, we, we've seen this already, yeah. So, whatever, I think it's gonna be cool, yep. I don't care, I don't care what anybody says. We're going, we're going, got our tickets, we got our tickets. I'm gonna enjoy myself if you want to go with us. You can't. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, where is this going? Yeah. Uh, yeah, if you want to go with us, let us know. I think we're going on... Thursday. Thir- Thursday, yeah. Yeah, Thursday at 5 p.m. Like an opening night. We've never been to an opening never. night. So that'll be well, fun. Well, we happen to have the day off. Otherwise, there was no freaking way we'd yeah. be doing that. If you want to go down to see it in Yawkers on Thursday with us. God, I hope we don't have any peeps. stalkers because we just gave them the time and location of the theater that I, we'll be in. I, I didn't say the time. I think I did. I said 5 p.m. Well, you just did now. Jesus. But if you didn't, I could have edited it out. <laughs> well, it was nice knowing all of you were yeah. going to be murdered. Um, Hopefully, we'll see you for episode yeah. 16. Hopefully, we'll see you next but week. But thank you for joining us. All righty, then. Bye. Bye. We couldn't decide on a song. We love that.
side on a song, so we came up with this one.